a lot of the times it's shit flying out of my ass, but I mean, usually I'll take usually. gold. It, although it'd be kind of painful to have <laughs> bricks of shit coming out of your ass. Like, I mean, it'd be very lucrative. I mean, it might even break the toilet. So I, I guess you could buy a new <laughs> toilet if you're shitting bricks. I mean, you didn't say bricks. It could be speckles. But any amount of gold coming out of me, I'll take. It's the movie toasty show. Here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah! Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 88 of Movie Toast News and Reviews. We got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Dennis and I played Freaky Friday. Dennis might have gone back to the theater. I might have gone back to Hulu. And uh, we might have watched new things, old things. I don't know. You're going to have to wait. But uh, Dennis, how you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. And I wish I had whatever you had before we started the show today. Because, damn, that was a rip-roaring start to this episode. But you know what? I want to try to match your energy. Let's keep it going. I'm Ooh. ready to hear what you got for the polls this week all right we're going we're going we're we're rolling on this bad boy you can't stop this train we're going in one direction we're going the other direction we're dipping we're diving we're ducking we're dodging we, we're doing all the d's so uh last week i reviewed cruella on disney plus or in the cinema or at the movies um the so movies. i wanted to know what disney reboot is better live action out of the following four jungle book Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and Mulan. Oh, man. Well, shit. I still haven't caught up on all of these quite yet, but I would, I just have to throw Beauty and the Beast out there. I, I enjoyed right. that. Is that the only one you've seen? Or did I you see Aladdin any of well. these? Okay, okay, cool, cool. So. Um, I will say, uh, we got a very interesting... Uh, let, me, let me break down the numbers for you, Dennis. We got a tie for... Uh, we got we got a tie for first place and a tie for last place. We get thirteen percent for two and thirty eight percent for two. Uh, I've oh, never seen this wow. before here. Uh, so I'll work backwards. Uh, thirteen percent goes to the Jungle Book. Thirteen percent goes to Aladdin. Now uh, I, okay. I liked Aladdin. It was a little bit different. Yeah, I, I really like the Jungle Book. That would have been mine. And that leaves uh thirty eight percent for Mulan and thirty eight percent for Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah. Wow, okay. I don't know what more oh. there is to say about that, but uh, I felt like Mulan was a different interpretation of Beauty and the Beast. You get what you, what you want. You get some beauty, you get some beast. You judge who's <laughs> who. I don't know. I wish I was um, betting on that one, because then at least I would have I won yeah. a couple of bucks. Oh well. You would have. Here's the big thing about betting, Dennis. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> we reviewed the uh, rip-roaring adventure film uh, based on upon the video game Mortal Kombat. And there was a character named Johnny Cage who was uh, not in this movie, but referenced at the very end of the movie. And I guess in the beginning of the movie with the poster. Uh, but Johnny Cage is rumored to be in this new one. And the internet is ablaze with a bunch of different names. And they added some new names this week. So I wanted to know who uh, our audience was most excited to see, hopefully become the next Johnny Cage out of the following Charlie Hunnam. Ryan Reynolds, James Marsden in The Miz. Oh, wow. These are all, all rumored to be on the list. Uh, they're all wildly different, in my opinion. Uh, some I don't understand why they're there, but uh, hey, who knows? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I don't know, man. That's it. I would said before, The Miz makes sense to me. I feel like okay. the character he portrayed in the ring kind of lends itself to playing a Johnny Cage style 
character. All but right. uh, I kind of get why Charlie Hunnam is on the list, but I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if that wouldn't be my first choice. But you know, uh, I will say, uh, I, I feel like he's a larger than life kind of funny guy, maybe in a way. And uh, back before Charlie Hunnam was a hot shot bad boy with the looks and the charisma of Sons of Anarchy, he was on a little uh, known show uh, by Judd Apatow uh, called Undeclare, and he was he was pretty funny in it. Uh, so maybe he could be a funny persona, but I don't see him as a bad boy movie star. You barely see him in movies. Uh, but uh, who, who would your vote be, The Miz? I s- I suppose so. Then I guess I just kind of default to that, <laughs> just because that was the first one on the list. Yeah. What What would the folks say? What about uh, you? Well, actually? I say I say Ryan Reynolds because I love Ryan Reynolds. I'll watch him in anything. Uh, the one I don't get altogether. I agree. Charlie Hunnam is a weird choice, but I don't see James Marsden really. I but don't. Really... I like him in things that he's in, but uh, he can't be funny. Know. He can be funny. Yeah. Oh, and that's you know, Ryan sure. Reynolds can be funny, but it's like I kind of can't see him being in a. Mortal Kombat movie, yeah. if I'm entirely honest. Yeah, I just he don't would see be the whole like budget of that movie, I feel like. Right? Him exactly. and the CG. Uh, so yeah, so the people have spoken, and they say 11% for James Marsden, 11% for The Miz, 22% for Ryan Reynolds, and surprisingly, the new hotshot on the list is Charlie Hunnam, sweeping it with 56%. Wow. Yeah, didn't see it going that way. No, I didn't either. But uh, there yeah. you have it, folks. You. I guess we're wrong. No, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're right. <laughs> we're right. Now, uh, I, I don't <laughs> want your... <laughs> I, 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 here's my twist here. I don't want your input on this next one. I just want to roll with the punches on this. Uh, oh, like yeah. I said, we did a Freaky Friday situation. Uh, you had gone to the cinema to watch A Quiet Place Part 2, and I had gone over to Hulu to watch Plan B. Uh, so I wanted to know what our audience thought about A Quiet Place Part 2. I wanted to know if they thought it's... As good as the original, it's better than the original, it's worse than the original, or they haven't seen it yet. And uh, we got a lot of different things here, uh, so I don't want to get your take yet, because I don't want to spoil your review. So I'm going to go course. with 0% had said haven't seen it yet, so that that, that surprised me. I'm like, that's cool. Uh, 8% says it's worse, 23% say Ooh. it's better, and 69%, 69, nice, <laughs> uh, said it's as good. Uh and that that's that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that is an interesting response. So there's a little a uh, little little tag there. Uh, we're going to be reviewing two movies from last week, and that's Dennis's. Yes. And I that, guess I already told you what mine was. Um, so yeah, that's the polls for the week. Uh, you want to want to do a little uh, trivia action? Oh, I'm always up for some trivia. This is this has been fun, fun, fun little segment we're tossing in here, uh, folks. If you haven't been listening, we have been doing some trivia back and forth. And coming into this week, it is three to two. I finally pulled ahead. It was neck and neck going into it, but uh, let's see if I can maintain the lead or if Adam levels it back out. What a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you let me go last week. You let me go first. Uh, so I think it's only fair for you to go first this week. Uh, here's the categories to choose from. If you're new to this game, uh, you got to choose from a, a double team of uh, different options. There's comedy slash cartoon action slash adventure drama slash musical and horror slash sci-fi. What would you like, Dennis? Let's go uh, horror sci-fi. I figured it would be that. Uh, <laughs> all right. What is the alien planet in Avatar called? If you don't get that, then psh, you're a loser. <laughs> oh, as, as much as I had a distaste for this <laughs> film, I do remember they were on Pandora. Yes, yes, I agree with you. The, the, the beauty about that movie, everyone loved it when it came out. I didn't. 
And then I feel like I didn't either. Everyone's like so <laughs> revolutionary, and like now nobody really remembers or cares about it. And we're somehow getting three sequels that have been in the works forever. Uh, but the point of the story is, you're right. Uh, congratulations on that first point. I will take. <laughs> I guess if you went with your favorite category, I'll go comedy cartoon. All right. My favorite. What Disney film features walking brooms, dancing elephants, and baby unicorns? Baby unicorns. Holy Santa Claus shit. For a second, I thought I knew. And then another one I thought I knew. Then another one I thought I knew. But it's none of the ones that I first initially went with. I'm going to go with a little movie called Fantasia. I hope it's not Fantasia 2000, but I'm going to go with Fantasia. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I wish it was a dick move like that, but it wasn't. It is Fantasia. You are correct. Sir. Okay. Ooh, you scared me. I thought they were going to be like Fantasia 2000. I'd be like, you dicks. All right, cool. Sweet. Tied up one to one. What can I hit you with now? Uh, let's I gotta switch over to an action adventure. Let's uh, see if I right. keep it keep it alive over there. All right. I uh, personally don't know this movie, but you might. The question is, what are the main characters names in the Mexican? You don't get any any options here. You just oh my come God. up with two names. This is brutal. I do. Shit, I, I, I don't I have no idea. I don't. Oh, yeah, man. I, I might be fathom. No, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't either. I didn't either. Wow. Um, Uh-oh. Just give me two random, two random names. Uh, uh, it's a male and a female. Bill. And I wish Angela. I could give you the letters. For, what was that? I said Bill and Angela. There oh, you go. dude, I I don't know how you guessed it, but it's definitely Jerry and Samantha. <laughs> that question. You know, so uh, since you failed that action adventure, uh, yeah, I'll try an action adventure. Oh, okay. You know, outdo me in this in the same subject. I like that. Yep. Yep. All right. <laughs> or be just as bad as you. <laughs> oh, here you go. This is a action classic, um, which I think I've seen maybe once. What Steven Seagal movie features him as a cook on a battleship? Well, looks like both of us are about to be flounders in the sea because I'm not very well versed with. I, I already forget who the guy is. Did you say John Claude Van Damme? No, nope, you didn't. Steven did Seagal. Steven Seagal. Steven I'm Seagal movie on a battleship. I don't fucking know, man. What was that? I'm just going to say Under Siege. I don't even know if he's in that. That is it. You got it right. It, it, it is Under Siege. Wow. Under Siege. Whew. That, I pulled that one out of my ass, like, uh, whatever. Oof. Wow. That, there you that go. Was, that was a Sometimes you, 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 go, you, you reach in there, you find gold. You never know. You really do. You just got to try. What, uh, what, what category would you like? Um, I, I seem to be safe. You know what? But, but I'm going to go comedy cartoon. Let's, let's try to mix okay. it up some. I, right. I need some variety this week. All right. I feel like, feel like you got a pretty good chance at this one. What was the name of the evil cat in Disney's Cinderella? Azrael, Lucifer, or Baal? Azrael? Azrael is incorrect. <laughs> Evilest name of them all. Really? Lucifer. Lucifer was the right. name of the cat? Right, right I, I, there, man. Damn. Okay. They're on the nose with that name. 
No, and shit. I would have guessed something like yours because Azrael sounds kind of cooler and slicker and not on the nose. I didn't even know there was an evil cat in Cinderella, to be honest with you. I kind of forgot about it. Well, it chases around like the mice and the, you know, bird. Oh, yeah, you know, the birds. Yeah, that's true. It's it's the antithesis. But would you call that evil? Assistance. I mean, well, kind of because it's like the animal servant to her evil stepmother and stepsisters, where she enough. has all of that her animal support, and it's like mm. because of she's so friendly to the animals, she has so many more animal friends, whereas they just have the one shitty cat. <laughs> Fair enough. I um, I don't know. Maybe it's I, I feel like there's supposed to be some kind of connection there, but uh, maybe I'm reading into it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I feel like you're probably right. So since you went out uh, and took a different leap of faith and uh, something out of your comfort zone, uh, I'll go with horror sci-fi trying to win it up with this. And uh, like I said, not very versed in either of those. So anybody could win this. Oh, this is true. All right. We are what, two to two to one, right? Two to one. Yeah. So you could take I it. I just want to want to want to toot my own horn there. Two to one, Dennis. You came in all <laughs> hot and bothered earlier. That's what you get. That's right. Even though the game's not over, I'm going to get cocky. We'll we'll see, though. You could could reach in deep again and find the gold. All right. Horror sci-fi, sir. Who stars as Carrie in the 1976 movie of the same name? (sighs) Don't don't try too hard. I, you know, I'm not going to get this one, so I'll just go with the with the uh, very sought after uh, reboot. Nobody cared for and say, uh, uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, who wasn't even a twinkle in her dad's ball sack yet. Oh man, yeah, that uh, sissy Spacek. <laughs> we're looking for. Sissy oh yeah, and then she, and she was in that uh that that Hulu show that had a good first season. It's like maybe she's playing the same character. Nah, but she did have a great great oh, story right. an episode on Castle Rock. So let's see if you can tie this bad boy up, Dennis. Okay, I can try. Can try. Um, why don't you, why don't you sling a, sling a drama musical at me? Okay. All right. Coolio. Thelma and Louise want to avoid being on what TV show? You have options here: Geraldo, Oprah, or Donahue. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna say Donahue. Okay, that that would make sense because all these were very popular back whenever that movie came out, early '90s. But it was Geraldo. Oh, I see. I see that's, that was what. Ah, that was my other shit. <laughs> that's the one I would have gone with. Oh well, it's, a, it's all good. Um, have I done an action adventure yet? I have. I haven't done drama musical. So let's let's go drama musical. Something I know nothing about as well. All right. This is this is getting fierce. We we are swinging it and missing hard, folks. <laughs> we will get to reviews in a moment, people. I promise. Your drama slash musical question is true or false. Oh, I Dog- like my chances. There you go. See, already it's it's not a bad start. Dog Day Afternoon stars Robert De Niro as a bank robber trying to steal money for his lover's sex change operation. True or false? All right, here's the thing. I've never seen the movie, but I believe that's the plot. But I feel like it's Pacino in the movie. So I'm going to say false. You are correct. That, that, is the, that is the incorrect point of the statement. It is false. It, it was Al Pacino that starred in the film. Oh, so you just took it, sir. That was the third point. It's wow. all tied up three to three now. We've uh, 
we've we've matched it. So the shit talking did not pay off. Clearly, huh. clearly. Wow. Well, uh, hey, I, who knew that they had true or false? This game's wacky, guys. True or false? Multiple choice? No choice? Who'd think? This is some wacky tobacco. That is for sure. It really is. Uh, nicely played. We we all went out on Lins here. Uh, so next week, let's see uh, who can sweep and take that sweet, sweet four victories. I'm just which... swinging for horror sci-fi every turn then, I guess, just to stay uh, yeah, alive. You know, we should do that. Next time you should do a horror, horror sci-fi and I'll do all fucking comedy cartoons. Well, as opposed to random things we've probably never seen or heard of before. Uh, here's a couple reviews of things we did just see and hear about. Um, actually movies of each other's that uh, we kind of switcheroo to. As Adam said, we Freaky Friday'd a couple films. I'm talking about uh, Plan B over on Hulu and Quiet Place 2, uh, available now in theaters. I don't know why you came all the way up here. There's nothing left. I was peeing and a condom fell out. What? A condom full of goo. Let's get the plan B pill. Is there an alternative? You mean a plan B? All right, so I'm going to pick up with plan B. Last week you reviewed it. What would you give it? Like three and a half slices of toast? You said uh, it was a fun rollick. I don't know. Yeah, I gave it. Yeah, I gave it three and a half, three and a half slices. I did not call it a rollick. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I did enjoy it a lot. It is a damn good movie. And right. I can't think of why I would not give it four slices, but uh, I'm going to stick by the three and a half. I must have I get a reason. It. I, I've been there. I've done that before. All right. So for those of you who don't know, Plan B is a movie about two girls who kind of, eh, they're under the radar at school and they decide, hey, we're, <laughs> we're going to throw a big old bash uh, while your mom's out of town while this other girl's dad who was supposed to be out of town was having a party but he shot himself in the leg blah blah blue blah blah cut to the girl throwing the party has sex the next morning she finds out the condom was inside of her so that means some spermies might be floating around inside um so they uh go to get the plan b pill they're denied um and opposed to going to any other uh local uh, pharmacies, they decide to. Well, and let me let me go beyond that, Dennis. They sell the Plan B pill. Uh, you don't got to go to the counter. They, at least in in other states, uh, you can just buy it right there off the cabinet. But anywho, they decide let's go to fucking Planned Parenthood and uh, wacky things entail. Uh, Dennis, uh, for me, uh, it didn't. It did not hit as well. I mean, oh. I liked it. I thought the girls had great chemistry. They were good actresses. Uh, the the morals behind the story were really good. There's a lot of twists and turns. But as far as it being a hilarious coming of age story, uh, it didn't oh. hit like any. I mean, I know you didn't say that. You said it's yeah. more like a truthful, faithful what could happen. But I'm going to even say, I don't know about that. I'm going to give Plan B on Hulu two slices of toast. Uh, it's funny. It's heartfelt. There's great things, twists and turns. But for me. Yeah, I was kind of bored a little bit here and there. Uh, but I mean, talk me through it, man. Uh, let's just uh, go through, make sure maybe you can convince me you've done it in the past. You don't have to. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, because I feel like that that should be your take on it. Um, 
Fair just enough. felt like we had a little bit more time to absorb what was happening to the characters and so as compared to something like book smart or something where the i feel like the comedy is a much heavier play this mm. one it's not necessarily the main focus although prevalent it is throughout the whole film i feel like it's a little bit more of the journey itself rather than That's it being true. the the comedy in every scene but there is some there is some wacky stuff like with the uh, the lady coming out with the baseball bat at the convenience stores that mm. she was originally going to smack him around for her lifting <laughs> the the necklaces. That was that was funny. Yeah. Instead, she happened to 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 take, help them out some, a little bit. Weed. Yeah, save them from some pedophiles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then finding I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to spoil things because it is yeah. worth checking out. There, Interesting. There's some some good things. I yeah. was surprised though, but it's but it is your honest take, and that's what we're here about at Movie Toast. Yeah. So they don't always line up, and they don't always have to. So yeah, we see all sides of toast, all shades, and all bites. And... That's right. Well, Maybe it's one yeah. of those toasters where it's a little hotter in one side, and you annoyingly have to mm. like turn the fucking bread around because you just want it to be toasted the same on both sides. But huh. uh, hopefully, that's not the case in in your in your toaster. Yeah, well, we'll find out. But uh, I want to see what's happening in your toaster with A Quiet Place Part Deuce. Yes. So in the sequel to everyone's favorite library film, uh, we're we're picking up pretty much where the first one left off. And it's we're kind of seeing these. uh, I mean, we're getting a blend. Like you said, we're getting a blend of uh, day one. And I loved finally Mm -hmm. seeing a little bit more of that period of time. That was really cool. But I feel like we went through that really fast. Yeah, it's nice to kind of savor that a little bit longer. Like, this which when you think about that, we were even we were even on day one for like what felt like 20 minutes at least, but it didn't feel like enough. Yeah, to me. I agree. I agree. Um, There I I will have to agree with you over like the overall feeling of like. It's kind of more of the same, you know, like we're 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 we were delivered on matching that tone and matching like this this heightened world but it's like we didn't really do a whole lot new other than finally Mm -hmm. get to see other people um there were a couple of predictable turns with of course getting you know now i'm going to spoil something folks no i'm going to give you a second okay that was your second that was that was your spoiler second i already warned you see that now i've built in two okay so when we get to the island and I mean, of course, something, you know, one of the creatures was going to make it over. I was waiting for that to happen. But I just, I hated, I immediately, I was just started gritting my teeth when I saw this. The, the, the scene in the radio station, you've, you've totally broken how Jurassic Park should work. Well, no, it's the, uh, we see a record player, a physical Mm. needle on a record player. Yet they've been listening to a signal that is just looping the song. Over That's and over very true. Again. The, and there's the nobody radio in station, the station. Exactly. And it was all locked up and it was clear no one had been messing around in there for quite some time. And it's like, this makes no damn sense. How is how is this record perfectly flipping over? I hated that. And I know it is some like visual note. Someone wanted to see the, the record player, the vinyl sure. record and everything. You see the sleeve sitting next to it. And it's like, yeah, that looks really all well and good on camera. It looks pretty. It's all vintage, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make sense, though. No one's there meaning <laughs> it. it. Okay, I get it if it's recorded on a loop. So who just left? Who was literally just leaving the station? Is it, I guess, I don't know. Is it uh, an auto resetting? Do they have that? An auto resetting record player arm? Maybe, uh, maybe they, in the radio station. Yeah. 
That's true. Here I'm getting all I'm I'm getting all upset <laughs> over a record player and it turns out this no, thing but probably I mean, is just totally true. Normal. I didn't think of that, but you did. That's good though. It's like, yeah, and what if the thing, what if the needle hops off? Is someone going to like run back? Are someone listening to the signal to make sure nothing goes wrong? I mean, uh, Damon Hansu, uh, he seemed pretty familiar with the area at least. So maybe he's like our local DJ and he's just on break. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. And then uh, one of my favorite uh, character yep. actors, I did not uh-huh. recognize I him. Didn't, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't either until I IMDb'd it, and I was about to mention that this man is always a chameleon and always giving amazing performances. Yeah. I, I'm happy that you picked up on him, man. I'm I'm jazzed to see that he, he was him. I'm, I didn't I didn't recognize him either. Want to let the audience... <laughs> I'm sorry I cut you off there. No, 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 no. It's fine because I the, <laughs> the name slipped my mind now as I was like I, like, I got too excited to say it. Now I can't Mr. think of it. Mr. Scoop McNary. Scoop McNary, yes. Oh, damn it. Oh, I see all that build up and I fucking just stomp all over it. Um, well, I'm yeah, looking at no. his name right here on this poll that I had up. Oh, that's oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah, did not recognize him at all. And it, well, he didn't say a word except for screaming and hollering after he gets stabbed in the leg, which that was mm. an epic scene. Um, the one thing I ha- I will say I disagree with is I actually really liked the inclusion of, uh, uh, damn it, what's it? Cillian I, Murphy. Cillian Murphy. See, there I am with the names again. Uh, I didn't think he was necessarily. I don't know. This won't be as gentle as you put it, I'm sure, but I didn't think he was pointless. But uh, no, I he added think he was pointless. But I feel like, like I feel like he stole the thunder of Emily Blunt. Like we left her off as this fierce, badass mama bear who's willing to do everything, and then she's like, "Oh, go save my daughter for me. Oh, I got to take care of my boy." Who has a... I don't know. I felt like she got underplayed in this movie big time. But this is not my review. I'm sorry, man. Well, see, what's interesting is the way I took. I kind of took this one much more as the daughter's movie, anyways. Oh yeah, and, and as that's soon what as she decided, saying, yeah, exactly. It's like his vision soon, for this is that girl, for sure, hundred percent. And that to me, it totally played that way. That Cillian hmm. Murphy was her support at best, like easily. Uh, but without him, she wouldn't have made it as far as she made it. Exactly, and it's like he, uh, she's. Um, she's learned as many of the lessons as she could from her father and her mother, and she's mm-hmm. trying to carry that out into the world. But because she isn't as practiced and she hasn't necessarily used all of this information quite as many times, she doesn't like recognize it, you know? So she, yeah, yeah. She, she definitely had to have her ass saved a couple of times, but then she was the one, she was the driving force that was fully committed to saving others. And mm. only so many other people were really trying to do that. And even the people on the Island were only, it was only going so far. It's like, you got to get to us, though. We're not reaching out, to, you know, like they're not sending yeah. search parties out. It's it's safe over here, which and then again, that brings up a whole other issue of, OK, why aren't there people patrolling the beaches like 24 hours a day? Why aren't there people like watching the coastline at all times in case there is like a drifting boat that needs help or or you see a drifting boat that's covered in them in these creatures that you now have to like. It it's it was a little cheap that this boat was able to get all the way there with no one noticing. So mm-hmm. that's that that was what kind of lost uh, a little bit for me. So that's why Quiet Place Two for me is three slices. Still, a, I it was an intense film, and I really liked the tension that was developed. I I liked seeing, like I said, the day one scenario. I liked seeing a little bit more of the rest of the world. You know now. 
do we need to carry on any further? I don't think so. But of course, you know, it will just keep yeah. on marching down the line until people stop watching them. So um, we'll uh, we'll have to see where it goes now. Now, obviously, now the human beings are a new threat uh, mm -hmm. with these cannibal bands, cannibal raiders, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> But uh, now I'd love to get your take on the uh, poll. Would you say this movie is as good as the first one? It's better, it's worse, or clearly you have, have seen it, so I'm not going to ask you that one. <laughs> I mean, to say it's the same, I feel like is almost doing a disservice to the first one. It's like a half step worse to me, I think. Like, it, I don't uh, think yep. it's, I'm with you. it's worse. It's not terrible, but it's not it's not on par with the first movie. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little, a little different. It's a different movie. So it's, yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it sounds harsh saying it, but yeah, I would say it's worse than the first one, which isn't a dig. It's worth checking out. Definitely. Absolutely. Especially in the theater if you get a chance, like and if you don't feel comfortable in theaters in about a month or so, it's going to be coming to Paramount plus. So sign up for that. If you want to see it. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, it, it would still be worth a watch for sure. Uh, if you enjoyed the first one, absolutely. Check out the second, just like, it's not doing anything revolutionary and interesting like the first one felt like it did. That's all. Imagine if there were like six experience. of these movies. Oh, how crazy man. that would be, Dennis. Could you imagine if there was like nine of them? Like, oh, boy, that'd be so much. I, I, I it, they do the inverse. They came. We started coming from space, but we go back in time by the ninth film. We're in the Stone Age fighting them in the past <laughs> with Terminators from the future. Ooh. Or now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you, you might be wondering what the fuck we're talking about if you're new to the show. But the past six weeks at this point, I've been reviewing a little saga called the Fast Saga, which is the Fast and Furious movies, uh, because I want to watch movies. I want to have a review leading up until the review of F9, the latest in the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, and this week I uh, come through with Fast and Furious six. I'm not dealing with cops, with drug dealers. I've never seen this before. This code you live by makes you predictable. And our line of work, predictable means vulnerable. I can reach out and break you whenever I want. You believe in ghosts? Maybe the lady we once knew is gone. You don't turn your back on them. This one is definitely a romp. It's it's quite the story. Um, so at the end of the last movie, we see a character we haven't seen since Too Fast, Too Furious, played by Eva Mendez, dropping a little file on uh, Agent uh, Hobbs' uh, uh, his desk, and we find out, oh shit, Letty's alive, and that whole movie is about Letty being dead. That is Michelle Rodriguez, who is the lover of Dom Toretto, who is Vin Diesel. I know it's very complicated. I, I was about to say, I feel like she's it. been alive. She's dead. She's alive. She's dead. What the fuck is going on? I'm not yeah, even going to bother yeah. trying to keep up now. <laughs> so they threw a funeral. The whole the whole fifth movie was about like them finding out who killed her and getting revenge because they heard that she was dead. Uh, and in this movie, Hobbs finds out she's not. And he's trying to track down a gang of like lethal, skilled mercenary drivers who are trying to do nothing various business run by a little guy named Shaw. 
What? Um, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, he uh, needs some help. So he goes to the one guy he knows can get shit done. He goes and finds Dom Toretto. And uh, he's like, Coronas. Yes. And uh, he's like, uh, he's when because when, when we last saw these guys, they were kind of working together. And uh, Hobbs is like, you know, since you helped me out, I'm going to give you a day advance to go and uh, flee. But I will catch you eventually. And he's like, <laughs> no, you won't. And uh, so when he when he catches him, uh, Dom's at his house. Uh, everything's going great. And uh, then Hobbs is like, you weren't as hard to catch as I thought you'd be. And he's like, I wasn't hiding. And uh, he, he's like, what do you want? There's no extradition here. I'm I'm safe from you. He's like, well, I need your help. I'm never going to help you. And he's like, yeah, you will. You're going to be begging to help me in a second. And then he hands him a, fo- a folder and he walks away. And then he opens it up. He's like, what is this? Letty? And he's like, yeah, Dom, that picture was taken three days ago. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. He's like, if you help me track down this guy, Shaw. I'll help you find Letty because we think she's connected to him. And then, of course, Dom has to get the gang back together, and he goes to O'Brien. That's right. Not O'Brien. O'Brien. <laughs> his name's Brian. Brian O'Connor, uh, his brother-in-law. And uh, at this point, he's a family man. He now has a son who's Dom's nephew. And he's like, yeah, dude, I used to be a cop. This is some old trick that we used to do. We used to tell people dead people are alive all the time to trick them into doing stuff for us and then arresting them. But I'll throw you a bone. We'll get the team back together. And uh, <laughs> so that's that's where the story is. And and Dennis, I'm going to I'm going to just read you some notes. I took some some, oh some my notes God. here, which I normally don't do. So uh, bear with me, people. Butter right, that so- doesn't look like butter. Sorry. So the the movie starts off. Uh, you can literally, Dennis. You haven't watched any of these movies. Uh, no. You can literally pick up with this movie and catch up with everything. The the oh movie starts god. with with a recap of the previous five movies with like flashy. Oh my god! Uh, I completely forgot at the end of the last movie, everyone was millionaires because they stole millions from a corrupt guy. So it's like they don't gonna do shit. They're set for life. Uh, Dom is now dating the woman who was working with Hobbs. Uh, and, and, and hunting him down in Fast Five, and uh, Hobbs's new partner is played by Gina Carano, which I'm like, I didn't, I forgot she was in this. Um, Hobbs interrogates an employee who works for Shaw, and when he first uh, walks into the interrogation room, it's like a bald guy wearing a fucking wife beater. So like, wait, how would he get how to get Dom already? And nope, it looks like a guy who looks like uh, Vin Diesel stand in, and like <laughs> he won't give him answers, and literally, literally. <laughs> Hobbs is like throwing the guy like a, a rag doll all around the room, throwing him to walls. The walls are falling apart, throwing him into the sailing. The sailing's falling apart, throwing him into glass. And the glass is shattering. He's just like beating the shit out of him. Like uh, on the other side is Gina Carano and another guy. And the guy's like, this is illegal. He can't be doing this. And she's like, yeah, but are you going to go in there and tell him he can't do this? And he's like, no. And it's like, what is this? <laughs> what He'd the- be so fired if this happened. Uh um, okay, and uh, let's see. My next uh, note here. Uh, <laughs> Hob recruits recruits Dom to catch Shaw. Uh, and and I already told you, he told him that Letty is alive, and I wrote, dum, dum, dum. Uh, but I wrote, dum, 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 because it's Dom's <laughs> name. Um, uh, and Dom... Uh, <laughs> And when when they're recruiting people, uh, Vin Diesel's like, you came to me because you wanted the best in the world. 
uh, sorry, no, uh, yeah, the best crew in the world. And I'm like, the best crew? What the fuck are you talking about? You guys were street racers. And literally, the bad guys have a dossier on them. And they're like, these are just a bunch of common criminals who stole DVD players years ago. And now they're working with the FBI? What? So it's like, they're even calling this shout- shit out in this movie. And uh, let's see here. Um, not only does the family work with Hobbs in order to get Letty, he- Letty free, but they're also doing it for a classic fast saga maneuver. Oh, Dennis, they are getting their slates uh, cleared if they do this. Oh, full immunity. Shit. They're going back, back to Cali, Dennis. Uh, the movie in this is Shaw, but with a twist. It's not the Shaw that we know and love. It's not Jason Statham. It's his younger brother, Luke Evans. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, we don't we, we don't be Jason Statham till the end. And this this is when our buddy, everyone's fan favorite, Han is killed. They show the scene of Han getting hit by another car while drag racing in Tokyo, and we find out that it is our Shaw that we love, Jason Statham. And uh he kind of oh. torches the car and then he walks away and he picks up the phone. He's like, Dom Toretto, you don't know me yet, but you're about to. And then they end. It's it's uh, it's great. I remember seeing that in the theater. I was like, ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> Um, in a high speed pursuit, Dom ends up like getting Letty off the ground, uh, like to park and, and like she pulls a gun and shoots him point blank and he's not really affected. You see him in the next scene. He's just like fucking bandishing himself up. He's good to go. Uh, Tyrese plays a fast talking guy named Roman. He's like the comic relief who runs his mouth and says a bunch of bullshit. And, uh, after the shooting, he, he he's the guy who speaks reason. He's like, come on, guys, we're not equipped to do any of this. We, we, we don't do missions. This is above our skill set. And they're like, yeah, but we're doing it now. One of my favorite lines here. I'm sorry. Hmm. I'm rambling. But this is this is how great these movies are. are they what uh, one of the one of the one of the lines uh, after he gets shot. Um, fucking Paul Walker's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we should do this. Clearly, this isn't the letty we know and love. He's like, Dom's like. You never turn your back on family, even when they turn their back on you. It's like, what? And like, so Letty, <laughs> Letty, by the end of the movie, she she doesn't fully know. She she has amnesia, but she realizes, oh, I guess I know him. And uh, in the end, they're back at the same house from Fast and Furious 1, where all our characters have been on the run for at least eight to nine years at this point. And they're in the same house having a barbecue, drinking Coronas, and... <laughs> And he's like, you remember any of this? And she's like, no, but it feels like home. And then she sits on his lap as they like uh, say grace. And it's like, you don't even know this bald fuck. And you're sitting in his lap. What the fuck? <sighs> and then this new one in the trailer. She knows all about Dom's brother, who we've never heard about. I don't know, man. Fast and Furious 6, three and a half slice of the toast. The oh, my God. The drama was fun. I can't wait for the next one, man. Whew. Damn. Well, I'm okay. ready. Well, shit. Um, so the I'm going a completely different direction. Uh, like I was saying earlier, um, I was trying to find something new to watch this weekend and it, under the things that were recently posted. And it, I swear it said 2021, but it must have just been when it added to the catalog. I'm talking about the film that was originally re- released in 2018, Monster. What do you see when you look at me? I'm ready for your test, right? I study. can tell a story you have the opportunity here to move people artist 
we came forward Running backwards oh. Hey, yo, pull up Outsider Get my good side, hold up You got me? I got you, yo Somehow we made it When you were born, I thought of all the scenes of your life Although jaded Dating a beautiful girl Was it worth it all? Someone just like your mother? Could it be more? I even imagine being mad at you before the this any kid does. This is uh, an interesting story telling the tale of a 17-year-old kid who he's uh, he's this film addict. He he's really into photography and making his own short films. He goes into the he has like this uh, film club that he attends after school. And he's coming up, uh, he he drives, drives, he cuts across the city park, specifically where his mother tells him he shouldn't. And he starts forming this bond with this kind of an unsavory character uh, played by ASAP Rocky that is, he's kind of introducing him to another perspective of the streets he lives on because uh, he notices it was him doing his photography. So it's, it starts off telling this interesting story of this artist who's trying to gain insight and new perspective because he's kind of lost, uh, he's lost his kind of sense of direction of where he wants to take his art. On the flip side, at the same time, the movie is also jumping ahead to after his arrest. He's our main character, um, uh, Steve Harmon, played by Kelvin Harrison Jr. He is in jail uh for playing a role in this convenience store clerk's murder, which is the opening scene to the film. Uh, it's just security camera footage of two hooded guys running in, trying to rob him. The uh, convenience store owner pulls a gun. They take they take the gun from him and then shoot him and leave him to die. Uh, supposedly, our, our character, Steve, played a role by going in, casing the place, and giving some type of signal to show that there were no police inside. And he he says that he had nothing to do with it. And it's an intense story going back and forth between the two points in time. And we're kind of doing this narration from his perspective where we're kind of living. Uh, it kind of starts in the middle where we are in the middle of his uh, jail sentence. And it's leading up through his, his court trial where a lot of the film takes place in the courtroom. And it, it's him trying to kind of keep his sanity and remember who he is as a person in that he was never a part of this event, the way he's being painted, the, you know, and it, it gets pointed out just plain as day. He is lumped in with other people purely because he is a black man near a crime. Therefore he must be implicated in this murder as well. And it's, it's really intense. I actually very much enjoyed it. And I thought the the performances were fantastic. Um, the people who needed to be really good were all really sharp. And uh, we were right up there with them. There's a lot of familiar faces. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Paul Ben Victor, um, was it, uh, Jennifer Ale. There was a, a few other. Oh, uh, Tim Blake Nelson uh, played his uh, film club teacher. There was... A lot of intense, just, oh, I I felt the tension in the room. They did a great job of making you feel that in uh, all the scenes that you were supposed to. 
I thought it was really interesting. I liked getting this perspective of this very creative visual artist who was still kind of trying to find his voice. And he was just looking to be inspired by the world around him. And he wanted that genuine uh, visceral experience to put his lens, you know, to put his lens on. And unfortunately, he got too close to something he shouldn't have been near. And oh man, it, it was an intense story. I had a great time watching it. Um, I'm going to give Monster uh, three and a half slices. It, I'm going to kind of go against the grain of what it looks like a lot of the other uh, film review uh, websites kind of give it. I thought it was a fantastic film uh, and it's not terribly long. I think it's like an hour 40. So it really doesn't take up too much of your time. Well worth a watch. Uh, Anthony Mandler did a great job directing. Well done. Highly recommended. Nice. That's good. It's always nice finding something different, something with a strong meaning behind it and something yeah. with strong actors. And, and ASAP Rocky, I, I I don't picture him as an actor, but he said he's pretty good. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I was at his I was height, surprised. I assume, 2018. Yeah, yeah. I, I can wow, totally see this good. being a, a pivoting maneuver of trying to start including that more into his repertoire. And he, he could sell it. He it's like he landed this this particular character that he could really sell this is who he was on screen and just like the anger he expresses and that I feel like there's a little bit of remorse at some points in just the inclusion of of people he didn't want to include and I, it's ah, it, it was it was good it was good all around um like I said nice. everybody was firing on all cylinders in this film that's for sure yeah well, that's good to hear um, so I, uh, ended up watching a movie that dethroned Quiet Place Part 2 in the horror world, uh, Ooh. coming number one on last week's, uh, box office, uh, which you could also watch at home for free. I'm talking about the movie The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. Court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Uh, this is one of those Warner Brothers movies that you could watch at home on HBO Max or in the cinema. Um, so we all kind of know the Conjuring universe. There's a husband and wife, Thea Firminga and Patrick Wilson, the Warrens. And uh, they, they do stuff with the... Uh, with the uh, wicked spirits and uh, whatnot. And uh, this one picks up, <laughs> they're uh, doing an exorcism uh, on a little boy and it's all going kind of as planned, but then the demon kind of gets the strong arm and uh, the, the young boy's uh, sister, uh, her boyfriend is like calling out the uh, demon. And he's like, you're being a pussy, man. Take me instead. Let the boy go. And like, so the demon's like, all right, fuck it. Cool. And transfers his, uh, his shit into the, uh, the boyfriend. But nobody knows that happens except for Ed Warren played by Patrick, Patrick Wilson. But before uh, that happened, the uh, demon kind of gave him, gave him a heart attack. And uh, so he was kind of, he couldn't talk for a while. And then you see him in the uh, hospital and the first words you can say, and this is a few days later, is uh, warn warn them that uh, the demon's now in in uh, Arnie's body, and like then vice versa. That we see this guy Arnie, who's a sweetheart, kill his landlord and his girlfriend's boss, 
And uh, it's like, what? And we're seeing from his point of view, like he thinks he's attacking a creature or something. And he doesn't know what's going on. He knows he's going to go to jail. But this is about the Warrens uh, getting evidence that he was possessed, that something made him do it. And even even this boy's uh, lawyers, like, how are you going to convince a jury in a courtroom that this is real. It's never been done before. Like they're like, no, no, it's been done twice in, in, in the UK. And she's like, it's never been done successfully. You can't even like have me believe it. How can you do, do that to them? And they're like, Oh, okay. Well, why don't you come over to our house and we'll show you some of our evidence that we've done this in the past. Maybe meet Annabelle. And it's like, Oh, oh yeah. Christ. I forgot that we got these three <laughs> movies, uh, the Annabelle series, which is funny. The last conjuring movie was a conjuring movie, but it was more about Annabelle wreaking havoc on them. And it was kind of, yeah, it's like, aren't there like two offshoots from? Yeah. Yeah. The nun. i never saw that either. And it's like, and I also get another one. And then there's dead silence where they all come from. Right. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know that. I feel like that's probably something different, but I could totally be wrong. I always get this and insidious. I get, I get those kind of mixed up because it also has Patrick Wilson, but I know that's not, uh, with this but anywho it's like yeah so they, they're like yeah come over you can meet annabelle and then you cut to court and she's like freaking out she's like shaking she's seeing some shit and i'm like i want to see what happened there and then like the judge uh judge is like well i need to see some evidence and so they're trying to go out and figure out what happened and uh yeah that's the premise for this movie um i really like it man these movies there's something about it they kind of feel like an older horror movie. Like oh, they even nice. look like they're shot. They're 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 great. The acting's great. Uh, I don't I don't know. It's it, sure there might be a slow dull moment here and there, but not many. And and the, it tracks very well. And it's it's kind of quick. It's under two hours. Um, I do have a question. I have, uh, yeah, definitely. I I have not kept up with the series. Could I just okay. jump into this film without? Uh without having seen all of the all of the rest or oh, is it pretty reliant so. on that? Oh, okay. I, I believe okay. so. All you got to know is these guys are uh, paranormal uh, style people. And uh, yeah. And and of course, these movies are based on true events. And it's uh, and of course, they even say that they, they fabricate some things to make it more dramatic. But uh, it's interesting at the end, they show pictures of everyone and give you an update. And it's like, it's kind of cool. I, I, I could watch more of these movies, but like I said, the last one they did kind of garbage, but this made up for it. I'm nice. going to give the conjuring. The devil made me do it. Three slices of toast. Oh, shit. Definitely worth All checking right. out. So yeah, if you got a free time, you should check it out. Dennis, I think you have the max, right? I do. I do. Uh, it's been nice. popping up on the main page. So I think I'll I think we'll have to just jump into yeah, I think that. You one. get to That'd the fourth of July to watch that. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I should be able to get that in. Sweet. Nice. Well, uh, I think we're all out of films, but I, I think you got a TV show to talk about. Yes, sir, I do. Uh, if we can make a quick little summary here, folks, you know, it's one of my favorite things to talk about on here. It's Star Wars. But specifically, I'm getting into Star Wars The Bad Batch. The Galactic Empire is to be stronger than the Republic which preceded it. Its soldiers must follow suit. Targets change. Why don't you take a look at the insurgents you were sent to destroy? Good soldiers follow orders. Clone Force 99. I assume you know the punishment for treason? You disobeyed orders. Yeah, I guess I'm not used to having a kid around here. None of us are. She's not complaining. This last episode was uh, kind of following up with 
the similar direction we've been running in that we are still trying to kind of figure out our place in the world. Now that we've settled in uh, doing our uh, doing our jobs out of uh, Ord Mantel, we're picked up this. Uh, we picked, they had picked up word that they need to go recover a command droid's head from this dismantling factory for whatever price they are turning it over to someone and it's alluded to so, uh, someone of great importance but we don't actually get to see whatever the payoff is um we are introduced to a couple of characters from the clone wars the, in that final season with uh, ahsoka the the sisters who were out living in the um out in their little spaceport in coruscant we run into them again. And it, what's funny is they're kind of after the same item and uh, our bad batch boys are kind of while well, in the middle of their job, they have to kind of fight over this droid head. And it, there's a little bit of back and forth where, well, at first comical, we start raising, raising alarms, raising a little too much noise, police droids start rolling in and now it becomes a, a full on battle and we just need to get out alive. Who cares about what the mission is anymore? Uh, at the end of the day, Hunter hands the droid head over to uh, our our friends from the rebels, and again we see some type of uh, hollow um, hollow message that we don't get to see who they're talking to, but it's alluded to. This is someone we should know. Um, and then I hate to say it, but uh, our our favorite our favorite guy Wrecker is starting to show even more symptoms of the inhibitor chip affecting his psyche. He is a full on like breakdown in the middle of the mission and collapses into a heap in just incredible pain. And then he starts repeating the phrase, a good soldier before he kind of shakes it off and then gets back into the battle. So I feel like it's just a matter of time before he fully breaks and we're going to see Wrecker just cut loose on the rest of these guys. So, Oh, not looking forward to that, but uh, I, I thought it was a decent episode. It didn't really hit as hard as the last one to me, to be honest, but I'm still, it's still a great trip. Um, and there's still no word yet or no sight of uh, uh, Crosshair. And it's a couple episodes now where we haven't seen him. And I'm kind of, I would like to see a little bit more of the Empire stuff, if I'm entirely honest, because maybe that's they'll have an fun. episode where they're showing what's happening, like a recap of like a whole episode of him going through doing some Nitya that's true. stuff. And that, and Clone Wars did that a lot where, you would they used to have like kind of 50 50 episodes jumping around between the different storylines then they just started having full episodes focusing on one story and then we go you know a couple episodes later we catch up with what these guys are doing over here um so that's i that's very true i'm really hoping for for that i i like this empire stuff that we're getting into um yeah <laughs> i'm i'm having a great time with that nice now I, I know we're not really uh, we, we stick with a few TV things and in, in movies, but do you mind if I give a quick shout out to something I watched this week that was well worth everyone's attention, I think? Oh, well, I think that's what we do here on the show, man. So why not? All right. So uh, two weeks ago at this point, I, or maybe yeah, two weeks, uh, there was a new comedy special put out on, on Netflix uh, called Bo Burnham Inside. And uh, oh, man, I, I watch this thing and it's it's something it's Bo Burnham. Uh, it's kind of like a documentary, honestly, of him during the pandemic, him putting together this comedy special. He, he intercuts with 
bunch of things. It's all him in one room. It looks like a barn or a shed. And he's like slowly putting a special together. He He's singing songs. He's doing sketches. He's doing all this stuff. And, and honestly opening his soul in a way. And like, you're seeing the pandemic wearing down on him. And, but you're also seeing the creativity of what someone could have done throughout the pandemic. And it's like, it makes you wonder. It's like at some points it gets dark and deep and like, doesn't look like it's fake. And it's like, is he just being honest or is this a character or persona he's putting on either way? Great comedy, uh, great emotions that come out of this thing. And it's oh, more than like a regular special. It's like, I could see other people trying this and failing at this because this is just one of a kind and very unique. One of the most unique stand-up specials I've seen. And it's like an hour and a half. And it's just oh, wow. so there, there's an intermission. Like we started this when we were in Maine two weeks ago. And once we hit an intermission at like 45 minutes, we're like, ah, yeah, well, let's, we, we got to go to bed. And we finished it this week. And I'm so happy I finished it. Like I'd give Bo Burnham a comedy special on Netflix original. I'd give it four slices of toast. If you like comedy. If you want to see something interesting, Damn. you want to see All right. creativity of the pandemic. This is the best thing I've seen to come out of the pandemic, honestly. And For I'm not sure. a huge Bo Burnham fan, but I love comedy music. But uh, yeah, just seeing like in all I'm thinking, like he, he has long hair, he has a beard. And like last thing I saw him in oh. was Promising Young Woman. So it's like I just had, I was like, holy shit, it's so vastly different, but no, so unique. It was the beard, wasn't it? It was the beard. The beard. The beard always sucks me in, Dennis. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh man, it's so unique. If you if you have any any like twinges, you want to laugh. You want to you want to feel something. You want to see something unique. Something that should win awards. This this is something for you. Wow, man. No, hey. I as soon as we're done recording, I know I'm gonna go be adding this to my queue. That's for sure. That's yeah. that's awesome. I, I'm checking yeah. this out for sure. Sweet. Um, but we're, we're trying to do something unique. Uh, well, it's not super unique, but unique for this podcast. But, um, <laughs> I appreciated fun. the attempt there. <laughs> well, folks, you know, we've been talking about it on the show, but if you haven't heard us talk about it yet, you know, it's the end of the show. We got to tell you, there is a film festival coming this December. Movie Toast the Festival over on filmfreeway.com. Search for Movie Toast the Festival. You will find us there. We have got a genre for you to submit your film in, I promise. Uh, this is all short films. We have had a fantastic turnout so far, but we still have plenty of room for you. Uh, please send us in your flick. You, uh, The sooner you do it, the better. The uh, cutoff is a few months away, but it will approach quickly. So whatever final tweaks you're looking to make, please don't put them off too long. Get that thing wrapped up and sent over to us over at filmfreeway.com. And that's uh, Movie Toast, the festival that you got to search for. That is it. That is it yeah. right there. And uh, say you're not a filmmaker, but you know someone who is or you've seen something great. You should definitely alert people to this because it's it's probably the cheapest festival you can get out there. And the beauty is we're doing it online, so you don't even got to leave your fucking house. You can be in your pajamas and take part. Um, but if if that's if that's too much, uh, we, we'd really appreciate if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. Let us know what works, what doesn't work. Uh, be honest with us. We really would love some feedback from our audience. And uh, you can definitely reach out to us uh, at any aspect. Uh, Dennis, where, where exactly is that? Where, where can they find us? A whole lot of places. Uh, you can find us at movie underscore toast over on Instagram, Twitter. We are on Facebook and YouTube as well under Movie Toast News and Reviews. We've got a Reddit page as well as a Discord server. Go check out uh, our Reddit page for the link to that. 
and uh yeah we we like to have uh, fun and chat with you folks polls and such that we share on the show we also like the to get what feedback we can if you can hit us up over at uh, apple podcast in the reviews section let us know give us a little feedback uh, we want to hear yeah. what you have to say about us too and our number one place to talk to us if you want to engage and take part in those polls is at movie underscore post. <laughs> movie underscore post. <laughs> yep. Yep. We're not toast anymore. We're post. Ooh, speaking of movie toast, Dennis, um, it's it's funny. I, I was putting together a poll uh, about people's favorite Freddie Highmore movies. And I realized the cat hasn't done very many movies. And I'm like, oh, no, it's <laughs> yes. not. But you know what movie he stars in that that has always been a thorn in our side, Dennis? Oh no! What the movie known as Toast? Oh, that! Oh my God! You're right. Oh, uh, this is funny. Okay, folks, there was definitely phases of uh, the production of the show where we've uh, tried to just keep a little bit of awareness of, like, if you were to Google search, if you're trying to find us, how hard is it to find us? This fucking movie was <laughs> just taking up all of the search. It was so funny. We just get like. It became a joke. Like when we just can't, it's like, we, we should just start hashtagging the movie. Maybe people will start finding our podcast instead. <laughs> but uh, no, we, we, we never tried to pull that card, uh, nah. which we we've joked about it before. We genuinely we should try it. We got a, we got a hundred episode coming up soon, Dennis. Uh, we could so toast the toast. Yeah. Don't burn that toast. But uh, like I was fired. saying, um, if you if you really want to get at us, the best place to do it is Twitter. We're at movie underscore toast, and uh, you can take part in polls. You can you can watch different things. You can see different things, and uh, yeah, we we really really want to hear from you guys. We do, we do. Yeah. Uh, but folks, uh, we do have one very very specific request. Uh, Adam, the, would you would you like to make that? Yeah, just uh, stay safe, uh, protection, uh, of course, as we talked about in Plan B. Oh, and stay toasty. A lot of the times it's shit flying out of my ass.